Hey Houston, what's up? Um, back from having a week off. Um, really glad to be back again. So, um, lots to talk about. So let's just get right to it. Welcome back to Inside the North Side. Uh, I hope y'all had a, a great week. Um, I could kind of so-so. Um, but yeah, uh, last week I decided to take off. And um, just because it was, it was Valentine's Day and um, I didn't want to do an episode and then rush it and, you know, go and spend my uh, Valentine's with my girlfriend. But um, no, I, I just I decided to take the day off you know it's cool everybody's spending time with their their loved ones and such so why not I you know so um but before that uh I had um Zach Baxter of the Knights of the Drunk Watch on and I'm um really shocked at uh how many listens and how many people listened to that show now the statistic that I got, you know, it's listens, but then the audience, it, it, it's different. Yeah, that that episode is the most I've had a group of people listen to, which was thirty, almost forty plays, which is really, 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 really good. Especially for me, that's the most I've had any at any episode. All thanks to Zach Baxter and. Um, for promoting and getting his group of people to come and listen to my show. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I knew it was a great idea to have you on my show because I knew of the uh, traffic you would bring in. So I'll definitely have him again sooner or later. Hopefully maybe for Comic Palooza if we're both at Comic Palooza. So um, I was actually actually supposed to have a special guest here. I was supposed to have my friend, but, um, our schedules didn't match up, so he, uh, couldn't make it today, which is cool, so, uh, I have to do a backup, I guess, I had questions and stuff like that, but it's all good, anyways, so yeah, for Valentine's Day, I kind of had this all, this little, I didn't really plan it out, I mean, me and my girlfriend kind of just, like, what do you want to eat? Okay, that's cool. We can go do that. So then, um, uh, that Friday I got off of work, took a shower, and um, went over to her apartment, picked her up, and was like, all right, we're going to go eat. She wanted to eat crawfish. And first, she loves crawfish. I, I, I despise it. I really, really don't like it. I don't see what the point is. I don't see what the crave, the craze is either. Um, to have to work for your food just to get a small amount of meat, you know, and you look ridiculous doing all that. I'm sorry for all the people who are listening that enjoy crawfish. I'm sorry. I just don't like it. I don't. You're probably saying, well, how are you probably haven't tried it? No, I, I don't want to work for my food. <laughs> I don't. Sorry. I enjoy the potatoes and the corn and um, sausage, but I, I just, I don't, 
you know, so, um, anyways, so we go and she picked the place you were supposed to go to. And, um, when we get there, it was super packed and I didn't think it was going to be packed because, you know, it, I don't know. I just didn't think it was going to be packed, but I totally forgot it's Valentine's day. People are going to go eat here. It's South Houston, old Pasadena. And of course they're going to be there. It's going to be packed everywhere. So, um, so we left, she was kind of bummed. So I was like, well, what are we going to eat now? So we ended up eating Chinese food and, um, the place that we went to is over there off of Broadway. I forgot the name of it, but let me look it up real quick because it was pretty good. Uh, what's it called? Shanhun, Shanhun Chinese. And that is off of Belfort and, um, Broadway. Really, really good Chinese. Um, I've seen some of the reviews on Yelp and it, they got pretty good reviews. So, um, she's tried it before. I haven't. So we decided to go and get Chinese food for, for Valentine's Day dinner. And, uh, I wasn't disappointed. I spent the amount I was kind of guesstimating I was going to spend on for dinner and um, got way more than I uh, I paid for. Um, the entrees are huge. They give you, you know, we took it to go, of course. They gave me like they gave me the, like this huge container of the um, the food I ordered and then a big uh, to go box of fried rice or brown rice. And then I ordered uh, appetizer and I ordered soup and she ordered, you know, her stuff and appetizers and the, the food was couldn't even finish our food. That's how, that's how much it was. Um, and usually I do finish my food, but I, I couldn't finish it. I, it might've been from the, um, the dumplings or from whatever, but food was good. Couldn't finish it. So we ended up, uh, waking up in the morning and uh, eating it for breakfast so we had Chinese for breakfast and it was still good <laughs> just popped it in the microwave and ate it so anyways after Valentine's Day my friend um, Edwin who was um, having his uh, birthday crawl and um, he had first told me about it about like two months ago maybe yeah about two months ago two and a half months ago for his uh for his birthday what he was gonna do so pretty much he was going to go to 12 bars 12 pubs which are pretty much just the bars it's <laughs> 12 bars and um at the end of the um at the end of the 12th bar he ends up going to go bowling and if he blows he blows <laughs> if he uh, bowls a strike he um he claims it a successful birthday and um well, like I said, he was supposed to be here, so I was going to ask him on that and see if uh, he thought it was very su successful. And um, I don't know. I thought so. I mean, it, it went pretty well. We uh, The first place we went to was called the um, Craft Cellar, which is on um, Franklin Street in Maine. And it's, it's pretty cool looking. Uh, you walk in, and um, on the left-hand side, they have um, 
coolers or not coolers uh, like refrigerators of nothing but like local craft beer whatever you want is on the left hand side and they got little jello shots and stuff like that and um wine and stuff and um you can pick and choose what you want you can drink it in the store or you can go on the other side and they have a, a bar and they serve food there and they got like in the, in the back you walk in the back and they got a little seating area and you can watch the game or whatever's going on so it, it's pretty neat pretty nifty um so we got there and of course um like i told them i wasn't drinking and um so i i just got some root beer and just drank and um waited for them and he showed up with his friends his brother and so we sat there and we talked for a little bit and it's like all right on to the next place and the uh, next place we went to was this place called okra charity saloon which is off of travis and uh congress and it's a pretty nifty little um little uh, little bar or saloon as they call it you walk in and it's huge like the ceiling it goes way high and they have like this um like these windows on top of the ceiling it's really nice it's really beautiful and we walk in and you know there's people there and um they order their their drinks and i'm just looking around and observing and stuff like that and um so i started looking and they had like all these charities that they donate and what's really cool is that um while we were there, you know, you buy your drink and they give you these tickets and um, you go to this little booth area and they have four different charities uh, of that week or that month or whatever. So you can donate to whatever charity um, they've had one for immigration, they had one for uh, women in the uh, workplace, you know, um, and some other ones. I forgot the other two, but they were really cool. It was really that's a really neat idea. So we go, you know, and we ended up going to the next bar, which we walked. It wasn't that far. We walked down the street. Um, it was called, um, and I'm probably butchering it, called Kanahola, whatever, um, Kanahola. It's like a, it's like a tiki kind of Hawaiian-ish kind of luau kind of bar. And it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cute in there. I don't usually use that word because guys don't use that word, but it was really, it was really nice looking in there. Um, very authentic, like, like a local luau. Of course I didn't drink in there either. They were drinking. Um, it was pretty warm in there though. It, it was cold that day, but it, it was kind of, kind of hot in there. So, um, so we sat there we started talking and joking around and, um, our friend Aaron shows up with his girlfriend and you know we we talk for a little bit uh introduce ourselves to her and all right on to the next place so the uh the next place we went to was i forgot the name of the place oh um oh we went to the little dipper i'm sorry um that's the place i've been wanting to go to for a while ever since i worked in downtown but i never got the chance to so i finally went it's a it's pretty good cool in there um they have pinball machines in the back and um you go through this one door and it, the restrooms are of course going down the hall and then you take a, a right and it leads you into boomtown coffee which they have like a little coffee bar next to um little dipper 
So there's people going in and out into the bar and then going to get coffee. So we go, they drink, you know, they're having fun, taking pictures and stuff like that. And um, they're like, you know, are you going to drink? You know, you're going to have a drink. Uh, uh, I don't know. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm not going to come on, you know, it's just one, you know. So um, anyways, we go to the next few bars. Um, I did have um, two drinks. Which I said I wasn't going to drink, but, man, you know, it was for him. It was for his birthday. So, um, it, um, didn't, we didn't do all the 12 bars. I think we did, like, eight. So, he was like, well, let's just end up, we'll end up just going to Barbarella. Um, so, we ended up going to Barbarella. And, of course, it was already, like, past 12 o'clock. No, actually, before, I'm sorry, before we went to Barbarella, we went to Frank's Pizza. Get some pizza load up on uh, some good-ass New York-style pizza. Had a couple slices here. I had, like, four slices of pizza. I was really hungry. <laughs> um. Anyways, after that, that's when we went to Barbarella. And, of course, it was, like I said, it was after 12, so we had to pay, I think it was, like, $5. And, of course, I, I don't carry cash on me because I just don't. And um, I had to go to their ATM and take out money. Yeah, it was... It was <sighs> It was cool. It was 80s night at Barbarella. But I don't know. We we went out to the dance floor, you know, because we we're just hanging out. And somebody puked. And that was just gross. Didn't I, I couldn't stand that smell. And, and people were stepping all over it. And they were, of course, drunk, too. And, and, and I'm just like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> so, anyways, me and my girlfriend, we go and we just go off and talk and just, you know, chill somewhere. Um, we stay there till like three o'clock. I walk her to her car. I come back. They're outside. All right. Y'all have a good night. Blah, 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 blah. You know, so, um, and then it was that after that went home <laughs> like at three thirty, and went to sleep and woke up the next day and do what I had to do. So, um, I say it was pretty successful. Pretty. It was pretty fun. It wasn't what he planned, but at least he had a good time, you know, we all had a good time, just hanging out with each other, and talking, and laughing, and stuff like that, so, yeah, that what happened last week, last Saturday, so, that was, that was pretty fun, uh, I had, I did something similar like that for my birthday, actually, um, but it was on the east, east part of downtown, so Edo, and I was doing, like, a bar crawl myself, and not many people really showed up, it kind of was just me and my brother and uh, my friend Billy. Um, but then more people showed up. We ended up going to Neil. I mean, I ended up at Neil's and all my friends showed up there. So I was like, well, okay, y'all could have just told me you were going to be here. But no, we ended up going. And we ended up going to um, the secret group, which is on uh, Polk and San Emanuel, which um, it was 90s night. And it, it went really successful. And then, of course, my girlfriend's brothers came and her cousin and their, their girlfriends and wife. And, yeah, we just had a really, really good time. And, um, yeah, uh, I probably won't do anything like that again for my birthday since I'm not drinking. So, uh, I don't know. Anyways, um, if anybody hasn't heard, uh, which I'm guessing everybody has, the whole um, Astros cheating scandal. So... 
but my thing is, is that okay? Look, we they um, the Astros made an apology because pretty much everybody in the media and all these other people were like, tell him, oh, you need to apologize. You need to apologize. And so, you know, it was kind of like forced. So, you know, they made a little press conference and they didn't apologize. But the thing is, I, I, I watched it and I know when somebody is giving a genuine like apology and I know Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve were just reading off the script, <laughs> whatever, you know, whoever gave it to them. It was not really a genuine apology, which, to be honest, you shouldn't have to force somebody to apologize. You know, it's kind of like on their own time. They know they did wrong. You know, they know they hurt a lot of people, but you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be uh, listening to other people, it's, you know. It's you can't make me apologize for something that I feel I don't feel bad for, you know, even though it is wrong. But, you know, you can't make me do what you think I should do. So anyways, they end up getting slaughtered, you know, um, that's not a real apology, blah, 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 you know. And uh, it, ju- it just makes everything worse. It, it's really getting out of hand, this whole um, cheating scandal, you know, it's like. Now everyone's talking, you know, oh, I don't respect those guys anymore. You know, this and this and that. It's getting to the point where even people outside of baseball are, are talking about it, which, to be honest, you kind of need to stay in your own lane. Like um, LeBron James was talking about it. You know, he put his two cents in it. And it's like, bro, look, I get you're Le- LeBron James, but you don't play baseball. You play basketball. So if I understand you have an opinion but just stick to what you know. You don't really know baseball. I mean, you bandwagon different teams every freaking year. For the longest time, you were with the Indians because, of course, you were in Cleveland. And then you went to Miami. And then you went back to Cleveland. And, of course, you went back to being an Indian fan. And um, now that you're in L.A., you know, uh, I'm a Yankees fan. You know, if they've seen him wearing a Yankees hat, oh, no, I'm a Dodgers fan now, you know, because he's in L.A. It's like, dude, you're such a fucking hypocrite. You're a bandwagoner. You're a bandwagoner. You're the bandwagon of bandwagoners, you know. And who you're, you're nobody to be talking about something you don't know, you know, because um, like one of the uh, baseball commenters said, if you're going to point the finger at somebody, make sure that you're pretty much blameless on the other side because um like people say um you got one you're pointing one finger at somebody else but you got three others pointing back at you and with lebron james i mean uh, the dude was like a phenomenon phenomenon sorry i can't even pronounce my words today he was a big thing in high school you know and he of course he doesn't want to admit it but uh of course, he's taking money from people. You know, the dude grew up in, in a low-income, you know, life. His mom didn't make much money, you know. And, um, you know, so he became a big thing in high school. And God knows, and he knows that he took money from people. They even said he had a Hummer in high school. Come on. It, you, it, <laughs> you, know you're, you know that you couldn't afford that. So how did you afford a Hummer? people giving you money he you know 
And it would have been worse if he went to college, to be honest. If he would have went to college, the dude would have been banking some money. And, of course, he probably would have gotten kicked out. But maybe not because he's LeBron James. So, you know, he's no one to say because he knows he's done shit, too. So you can't say that, oh, you know, I'm blameless. No. Everybody has something. Same thing with the Yankees. The Yankees were saying, you know, oh, I can't believe them. I, I respect those guys. Make it sick to my stomach. When reports are saying that y'all were cheating from like a while, for a while now. Uh, Carlos Beltran, who used to play for the Astros, for one year, he was with the Yankees for quite a while. And um, he ended up coming here. And from what I'm hearing is that um, when he came here, he was telling some of the guys um, that, hey, y'all behind the times, you know, this is what we're doing now. This is what everybody's doing. So, of course, we went along with it, you know, because it's like, hey, Beltron knows it's play it was player driven. So, you know, so if reports are coming out that the Yankees are, um, doing the same thing and there's people that said that yeah you know the Yankees were doing this and this and that then any of you on that team should not be talking at all because if it's true then you look like a dumbass talking crap about the Astros and say that you couldn't believe they would do something like that when you know in your heart that you've done something like that as well and the ones that were talking were like Aaron Judge and uh, Mike Sten. I'm not going to call him his name, his his name, John Carlo, because that's not even his real name. His name is Mike Sten. He just wants to go by John Carlo just so he can think he's exotic, which is fucking stupid. So anyways, yeah, um, Aaron Judge was saying, you know, I can't believe it, this and this and this and that. And um, um, Mike Sten was like saying, Oh, if I knew that they were cheating, I would have ate. I would have not ate. I would have hit eighty plus home runs, which is bullshit because that dude is fucking garbage. When he was with um the Miami Marlins, of course he was crushing homers. That's what he was known for over there because Miami sucks. The Marlins suck, so he was the biggest thing there. Seeing him going to the Yankees, the dude sucks yeah he's had a couple home runs here and there yada 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 but the dude is almost the dude is striking out so bad that it's just him and Aaron Judge who both play for the Yankees just striking out horribly and um it's just it's just insane so anyways you know they're they're pointing the finger and saying that oh I can't you know I can't believe them they're this and this and that win you got three other pointing back at you, and you, y'all know y'all guilty because y'all got caught in 17 too. So, and you have people starting to open their mouth and saying, yeah, this is what's happening. This is. And what's even worse is that the Yankees aren't blameless because God knows and everybody knows that in the, the 80s and the 90s and some part of the 2000s, some of their players were roiding up. They were taking steroids. I mean, God knows Roger Clemens was doing that. I mean, come on. Seriously. I don't know about Andy Pettit, but God knows that some of these players were taking steroids on the Yankees. 
some of them might have been on their championships um, teams that they were in the 90s. So, you know, you're talking about, oh, they need to strip away the Astros title. Then they need to strip away some of y'all titles in the 90s, too. Because if you had some people that were um, taking steroids on your team, that means you were cheating, too. So, you know, this whole cheating scandal, it, it it's really huge and it's big. Um, for baseball because it's it's just it's insane but not everybody is blameless not everybody is um clear of you know of of doing not doing wrong because everybody's done somebody's done some sort of cheating here and there in everybody's organization of course the red sox have done it you know so um the dodgers are talking all this shit you know, they stole the championship from us. Uh, Jose Altuve uh, stole the MVP and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, y'all got caught for using them. Um, uh, oh, y'all didn't get caught, but y'all were getting accused of stealing signs and using electronics shit, too. So, you know, and then there's videos of uh, the first base uh, coach using Apple Watches. So... You know, what about that? Y'all want to talk all this shit, but God knows y'all been doing something, you know, behind the people's back. And you know what? It's usually those people that always think they have something to say. They always want to say something first and always want to point the finger. And, you know, it's always them. It's always them that have something hiding, too. And they're just trying to cover that, you know, trying to make themselves feel better, which that's human nature, you know, you know, you know, I don't want nobody to know what I'm doing. So I, I'm just going to point the finger at them and, and draw the attention away from me. So, you know, like Cody Bellinger was talking all this shit, man, fuck that dude. The dude sucked in the world series. And he wants to say that we stole it from them. Dude, you didn't come up. You weren't productive. None, of you, none of your team was none, nobody, maybe for the first couple, for those three games that y'all were, which is game one, game four, and I think game six. And, of course, we won game two, game five. And I think, uh, I forgot the games. So, um, you know, um, yeah, y'all weren't productive. Y'all sucked, you know. And I don't, I they said that we weren't cheating during the World Series, that it was during the playoffs a little bit. And, of course, during the regular season, but we didn't cheat in the World Series, which I hope is true because that doesn't – if we did cheat during the World Series, then, yes, I say that the World Series um, championship and the trophy, it's it's tainted, you know. But if we didn't, then we did win it fair and square, even if we cheated, you know, um, to get there. We we got there and we ended up winning. So, um, to me, that doesn't seem tainted at all. You know, it kind of leaves like a bad taste in your mouth. But after a while, you just you kind of get used to it. So, but that's the that's that's the only time we, they say we were cheating in seventeen. We didn't do it in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. And surprisingly we didn't cheat in 2019 and yet we still got to the world series so what does that say to everybody else that we are actually a good team and 
the only player that fucked us up was the one that we shouldn't have trusted when he came back. Um, which is Carlos Beltran. Um, in Houston, we we uh, we didn't adore him, but he was pretty big. You know, he came from Kansas City, and we ended up getting him in the '04 season, and he did really good. He did really good for us here, and you know, we went to the playoffs, but we ended up losing. And then, like, we thought next year, yeah, he's going to sign with... Nope, he ends up signing with the New York Mets. And everybody knows what happened in 05. So, everybody... Everybody after he left really fucking hated him. And it's not like, oh, no, I just liked that. But no, they fucking hated him. They booed him every time he would come. He was... He was, you know... He was that person here in Houston where we fucking booed him. So, but, um, like 13 years later, you know, he decides he wants to come back because he's played for so many other teams, um, St. Louis, Texas, um, New York, um, I forgot who else he played for. Um, so anyways, he comes back and, you know, people here and we're like, okay, we can, we'll give him a chance. You know, we, we can't, we don't trust you, but we'll give you a chance. And he ended up doing really good here. And we were like, okay, okay, yeah, Carlos. Yeah, you know, hey, we'll, we forgive you, you know, for what you did. It's cool, you know. And then winning the World Series and we just, like, fall in love with him. Like, oh, my God, Carlos Beltran. He's, he helped us this. He this and this and that. And now, like, a couple years later to find out he was the one that started this shit and, you know, pretty much screwed us over. It's like, wow, we should never trusted this rat. <laughs> You know, once once somebody fucks you over, they're going to fuck you over again. And um should have knew about it. We should have never trusted him. I had some feeling in my gut. And I was like, I don't know if I should trust him or not. But, you know, I'm a forgiving person to an extent. Um, so I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll give him a chance, you know. But he ended up biting us in the ass and. He ended, up, he ended up losing his job, and everybody, you know, Jeff Luno and AJ Inch, you know, lost their jobs, and Alex Cora, too, which he was another fucking rat, too, because he's the one, him and Carlos Beltran were the one that behind the whole scandal, and he wants to go, he, he ends up going to Boston and ends up winning the World Series there, which I feel like that championship is fuck is a fluke. I feel that way. Because we played them in the playoffs and for for some reason I know I know in my heart that we were supposed to win that that series against Boston, but something was just fucking with us. We couldn't we just couldn't get past them for some reason. And if you ask anybody here about that um that play that happened when Altuve hit that home run, quote unquote, and Mookie Betts jumped up to um, to catch it over there off the wall and right and right field, and a fan knocked his glove down. And everyone wants to say that you know, oh, he wants to say, oh, they knocked it out, blah blah blah. That's bullshit, dude. Clearly, we saw it. We saw it. He didn't knock anything out. You just fucking missed it. But yet. They gave it to him, and we ended up 
were short of that home run, which I really think if we would have got that home run, it would have made a difference and we would have won the game. And we would have won that series and we would have went back to the World Series and we would have kicked LA's ass again back to back. But we didn't get the chance. So that really sucks. And we ended up losing last year, which was really hard for me. Um, damn, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I went full in last year and I, I got jerseys, I got jackets, I got shirts, got hats. You know, I, I love my team. I love my team. I love the Astros. The team has been there for me since I was a kid. I've had great memories, you know, uh, with this team. So, you know, I it, it hurt really bad. And, of course, you know, people teasing me and, oh, you guys suck, you lost, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, come on, man. Why are y'all going to do that to me? You know? The whole city is, is fucking, like, it's just like somebody, like, punched us in the gut and then punched us in the face. And then took our wallet. <laughs> it was that bad. But like I was saying before, Alex Cora went on, he went snitching to the fucking Nationals. The Washington Nationals, who we played in the World Series. Telling them, oh, y'all need to be careful of them of them cheating. So, same thing with the Dodgers. They were telling them, y'all need to be careful. I was like, bitch, mind your fucking business. And as Cora, you shouldn't have said shit because you're the fucking one that was doing this shit here in 17. So, now you want to seem like you're the, man, get the, get the fucking snitch. And it's funny because a co-worker of mine who works at Minute Maid, he would always tell me, I don't know, there's something about him I just didn't like. And I was like, well... I kind of know why now. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm going to take a short little break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some stuff that's going on in um, the comic book world. All right, and we're back. I uh, just needed that little break. So anyways, like we're saying, we're talking about comics. A um, couple things have been coming out uh, these past couple weeks about uh, certain comic uh, book movies and stuff like that. Um, we just got a um, preview of the new Batman suit, which um, is for Robert Pattinson. Um, is um, He's the new Batman, and he's, of course, starring as Bruce Wayne slash Batman in a new Batman we called The Batman. Um, and um, the suit looks pretty fucking good. I think so. Um, it looks kind of like the uh, Arkham Origins or like the Arkham game series, um, like and it's very inspired by that that video game. And then like, traditionally his logo is the bat. Of course, everybody knows you know it's Batman's logo. Well, it looks like it's his. It's the bat logo, but it, it looks like two pieces of a gun. And um, a lot of people are speculating that that's the gun that was used to kill um, his family, his mom and dad. Which, that seems pretty metal and emo as fuck, <laughs> if you ask me. It's like, fuck that. Here's the gun. <laughs> the, the, here's the gun that killed my parents. I'm going to have it right here. So at least I know every day this is what I do. It's pretty It's pretty metal as fuck, if you ask me. Um, and just today, they showed more um, uh, pics of the suit, but it's the stuntman. So. And they showed uh, Batman's little... Um, motorcycle and it looks pretty fucking cool there's some of course there's some people that think oh it looks kind of corny it looks kind of crappy i mean it's just a stunt man 
you know, sometimes it's just a prototype suit. Maybe it's for the beginning of the movie. You know, we don't know what the story is. So hopefully it hopefully it's not an origin movie because we already know how, how everything starts. So hopefully it's like Batman and like um, for the ones that haven't seen the movie and I haven't finished it all. It's uh, Batman year one or year zero or some shit like that. And uh, it's kind of like the story of like Batman's first year of being Batman. And um, I hope they go with that kind of story and kind of like, but not for the whole movie, kind of like a little bit piece and, you know, like a little part of the movie where it kind of like, you know, and then kind of years later. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to ask for because I mean, Batman's not really my favorite character. I mean, I like him. But I'm not down for Batman. So, um, anyways, but the movie looks really good. The cast looks pretty good. I'm just really interested in what the story is. So we can, you know, judge it for ourselves. Which, I really think Ben Affleck did a pretty good Batman. I think he was, uh, I think he wasn't an excellent Batman. I, I think so. Um, some people don't, people, they're like, really Ben Affleck, like, you know, and all that, you, you think of Ben Affleck, you think of like, all those crappy movies he did, but Ben Affleck's been a really good, uh, actor and slash director lately, he's been doing some really good movies like Argo and, um, Gone Girl and just, you know, Ben Affleck's a great actor, so when I, when he was doing Batman, I was like, oh, okay, I can I can see this, and the dude jacked up for the fucking role. I mean, he got huge. The suit looked great on him. He just looked fantastic as Batman. But he just he fell out of it. He wasn't into it anymore. So, hey, you can't. It's better you to you know bow out and say, hey, look, I I just don't want to do it anymore. I'm not into it anymore. Then. It being forced on you to stay as Batman and you're doing something you don't enjoy. So, hey, I respect that. So now we got a new Batman. We got a new suit. Got a new movie coming out, I think, next year. So uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, We have, of course, Black Widow coming out in March. And um, I'm excited for that. And then we get... um, with the Eternals come out in November and we got a bunch of TV shows coming out too. The Falcon and and um Winter Soldier. Um Damn, I don't know what else is coming out for Marvel. There's just so much that's coming out that it's I can't even keep up with it. Um but yeah, for the Disney Plus shows that are coming out, I'm I'm pretty excited for those. I'm I'm really eager to watch them. And, of course, The Mandalorian Season 2 is coming out, um, I think, in November of this year. So, I'm looking forward to that. Of course, like I said, um, Falcon and and Winter Soldier. Um, The Eternals, it's going to look like it's a pretty good movie. Um, And um, some of the... It's not really backlash, but uh, some of the stuff that's going around is that they're going to have a gay character in the movie. And they're going to... Well, there's two gay characters. I think one of the Eternals is his is his husband or something. Like that. They're both Eternals, but they're married or something like that, and they're gonna share a kiss and the, you know whatever. Um, 
I was looking on Twitter and like a lot of people are like they don't really care they're for it of course because you know the LGB whatever and um, uh, some people were like they're against it me to be honest if it if it doesn't fit with the story like I don't care I don't really care if you have a a, 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 a gay character because um, you know I don't it's okay if the character is that in the comic books okay you're being comic you're being comic accurate but if you say like people they, they want spider-man to be bisexual no man spider-man is not that is not spider-man you know if you want a bisexual spider-man have somebody do a comic book for you for that and let the, and then you get the first print and then there you go there's your bisexual spider-man it's not in canon it's just a fan story. There you go. You know, but that Spider-Man is not bisexual. Spider-Man is a straight man. He has all these women he falls in love with, of course. So how can you make the man gay? So, but like I said, he's a comic book character. But anyways, um, yeah, uh, two of the actors are supposed to be doing like a kiss, whatever. Um, I don't really care for it. It's whatever. I'm still going to see the movie, you know. If it's in, if it, if it's like they're both dying and they share a passing kiss, okay, whatever, you know, they're gay. Who cares, <laughs> you know? But you know, don't, don't, uh, don't put an existing character and make him gay just to, you know, because you want somebody to, because you feel like you're being forced to. No, I mean, Marvel has tons of characters. They're, they're not B character, B list or C list, but they're D below and they're, they're gay. I mean, I think even Iceman is gay. Um, and some other characters, you know, they, they're gay and that's just their character to how they're written now. And, um, I don't have a problem with it, you know, but if you're going to be comic accurate and that's what the, the accuracy of that, of that character is. Okay. I'm not going to get mad, but if you're forcing a character who's not, you know, gay or in that way and you're, and you're writing that character to be gay, but he's not gay in the comics just to get, you know, some people off your back, then I don't, I don't agree with that because it's just not right. And, um, I'm not saying that, um, I'm against, I'm against gay thing. Hey, you know, if you do what you want to do, you know. I accept you as a person. I love you as a person. I just don't accept the what y'all do, you know. But that doesn't mean that I hate you. Doesn't mean that I uh, think that you're below me. No, you're a human just like me. You walk and talk and shit and piss and sleep just like I do. You know, we are human beings. And we should love one another. You know, regardless of skin color regardless of race regardless of sexual orientation regardless of religion regardless of what um political party you're um you're on what side you know hey love your neighbor love the person that's next to you you know because we're all humans we should that's that's what we crave that's our human nature to crave love and acceptance and 
who are we not to give it to somebody? And I'm not saying, you know, hug and kiss and grope gay person, but hey, man, you know, hey, I love you, man. You know, some people just want to be told, that, hey, I love you. You know, I respect you as a person. That's it. Some people, that's what some people want. And I think we need to do that more. I obviously need to do that more to tell people I love them, you know. And it, it's, it's not gay. It's not gay to tell somebody you love you. You know, I love you. Because, you know, it, you mean it. You care for that person. And um, you, want, you want their life to go well. And you don't want anything bad to happen to them. So, of course, you love them. You have love for the people that you, you have in your life. You know, like, I love my parents. You know, I love my brothers, of course. My family my girlfriend and I do love my friends you know um I I enjoy hanging out with them they're very they're very close to my heart and I I love them and you should tell everybody that you see that you care about you actually do care about that you love them so sorry I'm getting off topic anyways um so that's that's Marvel and that's DC the stuff that's going on um I'm really um Hoping to see who else uh, Comic Palooza is um, getting this year, because they announced a couple of um, of their special guests, and most of them are from like anime, and I think they've got three people from Star Trek who I do not recognize, but some of the people that are um, diehard Trekkie fans, they might recognize them. I think they're from the um, the New Generation or something like that. Um, but hey. It's something for everybody. Uh, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for some big names. It's almost March. We have what? Um, we have like two and a half months, maybe three. Well, what is, no, we have like th- three months till Comic Palooza. So hopefully they have some more big names. Hopefully I get picked up for their podcast program. So um, just wait. Uh, hoping on that. <laughs> Uh, not comic book, but um, Sonic the Hedgehog came out last week, and I have not seen it yet, but I heard it's pretty good. It's not like the perfect video game movie, but it's something that I think people are proud to watch and to go see because um when the <laughs> when the first Sonic trailer came out for the movie. Um, the character looked really, really, really horrible. And people were outraged. I mean, they were just fucking mad. They were like, this is not Sonic. What the fuck is this? What? Is, well, he doesn't even look like Sonic. What is this garbage? So, um, I think it was Paramount. Um, was like, oh shit. <laughs> they're, they're, uh. They're not happy with this. So they went back and they redid some of the movie, the animation, and they made Sonic. That first design was, it scared me because I was like, oh God, what the hell is this? This does not look like Sonic. It looked like an abomination. And then supposedly there's a first rendering of what Sonic actually looked like. And God, I don't know what these people were thinking in Hollywood. Um, but anyways, uh, 
yeah, I need to go see it. Uh, so many people, my brother's saying that was really good, so I need to go check it out. Um, the one movie that I did go see, which was, um, what did I go see recently? Oh, uh, Birds of Prey. I'm sorry. Why didn't I blacked out? The Birds of Prey movie, Harley Quinn. Um, that was pretty good. Um, I'm not sure if I talked about it already, but if I didn't, then hey, I'm going to talk about it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie was good. It's kind of like a, like a solo film for, I guess for her. And, um, some of the stuff was funny. Some of the stuff was kind of like, uh-huh, I get it, you know? Um, but it kind of was not, it wasn't boring, but it was like, it was not long enough, but it was too long for some reason. I don't know. It sounds weird, but it was like, it could have been longer. But then I'm sitting in the movie theater. I'm like, when is this movie going to end? But um, Michael Robbie did a really good job as Harley Quinn, of course. Um, she's killing it in that fucking role. Um, Ewan McGregor was uh, Black Mask. He did pretty good in that movie. Um, but like I said, I don't know. It, the movie was good. Uh, if I were to rank it from one to one to five, we'll say. I would give it a a, a 3.5. So, it's not bad and it's it, it's not like great. It's not super great, but it's it's good. But um I really prefer the cartoon that's on the DC um universe um, um streaming service that they have. I really prefer the cartoon because the cartoon is fucking hilarious and it's so good. Um, some people were kind of skeptical, but they're like, what the fuck is this? Why the hell? You know, and then they watch the show and they just fall in love with it. I've been keeping up with it, um, ever since it came out and it's a good show. It kind of follows the, both the movie and the comic follow the same thing. They both get dumped by the Joker and, um, Harley Quinn kind of reflects on her life and she's like, well, fuck him. I'm going to do me and I'm going to do me big. So that's the only part they get right between the uh, comic, not the comic, the TV show and the movie. And then after that, it's two totally different things. Um, like, of course, in the movie, they have Black Canary. They have this cop, this kid and um, the Huntress. And, you know, of course, they have Black Mask. But in um, in the cartoon, it, it it's everybody. They kind of. They got Justice League, they got Batman, they got all these side characters from Batman's Rogue, you know, the Joker, um, Bane, Lex Luthor, they have, it's, it's everybody in the universe, in the DC universe, they all, like, appear in the show, and it's fucking hilarious, and it's so good, it's like, this is, this is what this show should be, like, if Marvel were to do a show like that, which they wouldn't, because Disney owns them, but if they were to do a TV show, like that they they would they would have every single their character every one of their characters appear everybody from wolverine to fucking galactus or the eternals or the watcher everybody and which is funny because marvel is actually coming out with a cartoon animated show but it's called um, marvel's what if 
and it's kind of like pretty much just says in the title what if if um what if this story went this way what if this person did this uh, i know some of them are are pretty exciting like one of them is what if t'challa aka black panther was star lord because if you haven't seen guardians of the galaxy um peter quill aka star lord is the one that's abducted and goes into space so pretty much the what if is like what if t'challa was the one that was abducted and goes into space and he ends up becoming star lord instead of black panther that looks pretty interesting another one is marvel zombies which is everybody is like excited for that because that's just one of the main like things people want to see they want to see that live action wise but it's i think it's better animated because the whole zombie craze that was going on a couple years ago was like the walking dead and all that crap so that that's another episode another episode is um what if peggy carter um from captain america and she ends up taking the uh super solar serum and she ends up becoming captain america or like Captain Brenner. I forget what, what her name is. But it's like, what if she takes that role that Steve Rogers was supposed to take? And Steve Rogers ends up becoming Iron Man. It's weird, but it, it's this show looks really like exciting. And I'm really excited to see um, the what ifs. And it's cool because all the people that played the characters are coming back to voice their, their characters in the TV show. So that's that's pretty fucking cool. I don't think any more comic book movies are coming out. Oh, um, the Joker one. Um, oh, Joaquin Phoenix won um, best um, leading, I think, male actor in his movie, The Joker, which we kind of talked about. Um, me and Zach on our uh, episode two weeks ago, and um, although the Joker did not win best picture. The movie that he was rooting for ended up winning Best Picture, which is Parasite. And I have yet to check it out yet, but I, I will in time. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it seemed like we kind of got, we were kind of dead on with some of the choices. I mean, he is, because I mean, he watches all that. So, of course he knows. But, yeah, I don't really watch the Oscars or the Emmys or the Academy War. What I don't watch any of those shows. I just think it's kind of pointless. You know, it's kind of like well, we can just see the results on um, Facebook or on the internet. Who won Best Picture? Oh, okay, that's cool. Who won um, <laughs> Best Actor? Oh, well, okay. You know, it's like we don't have to see it anymore. I really think it's just a waste of time. You know primaries are coming and um all the democratic um, people that are running it, i'm i'm looking at each one of them and like i said i don't get political on my show because i'm not really into politics like that i'm not going to sit there and argue with you and say that you're wrong and that you are this and this and that till i'm blue in the face no i don't know but what i do what information i do gather and what I do understand, it's like, okay, I see that. On that, In that case, um, yeah, I'm not going to vote for anybody in the Democrat um, Party, Democratic Party. They just, no, I'm sorry, no. I'm not going to vote for Bernie Sanders. I'm not. I'm not going to vote for Pete um, Gay, whatever his name is. I'm sorry I, if I'm pronouncing it wrong. 
I'm not going to vote for Elizabeth Warren. I'm not going to vote for anybody else. Uh, Mike, I have to look into Mike Bloomberg because he's been his his ads have been like showing up a lot. And I mean, I know a lot of older people are, are voting for him because they like him. So I don't know. I'll have to check that out. But I was going to vote for Andrew Yang if he did make it. But of course he he bowed out I think about a week or two ago so which which sucks because I did like some of the stuff he was um, talking about and you know he was for the middle class workers and the truck drivers and the people you know who have these jobs that they're the ones that are America's backbone that that make the things run you know he was all for them he you know he wanted better for them and stuff like that. So I, I was really considering voting for him, but, you know, after he's out, there's not really anybody. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to vote for, for any of them. I don't know. And it's, I don't want to vote for the other person who people think is the devil because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, politics is a really slippery slope. You don't want to talk about it because you don't want to get people offended or you don't want to you end up on the wrong side of a conversation and somebody get really mad at you. So, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this thing goes and who I end up voting for. We still got a, a couple months away. So, um, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm going to take another break. And after that, we'll dive into some other stuff, see what's going on. All right, and we're back. All right, so um, for the ones that don't listen, um, Tame Paula came out with a new album last week, last Friday, actually, on Valentine's Day, and uh, I pre-ordered it. And a um, couple days before that, weeks before that, like they've had more songs, like they released more singles for the album. And I re um, refused to listen to any of them. I've listened to Borderline, and um, I forgot the other one. So I've only listened to like two, and I was like, "That's it. I can't listen to the other ones that are coming out. I, I'm, it's gonna ruin the album for me." So I pre-ordered it. I get it in the mail the next day because I ordered it with Amazon, and I listened to it, and I was like, "Okay." This is what we're doing now. This is this is it. This is this is Tame Impala. This is how we win. And um, if you haven't listened to it yet, you might like it. But um, if that's your first like uh, exposure to Tame Impala, then uh, I really highly suggest you go back and listen to their three previous albums: Currents, uh, Lonerism, and Inner Speaker. Um, yeah, those are like the best ones. And I'm not saying that uh, the Slow Rush isn't one of those ma- masterpieces. Um, it's just something you I have to get used to. The way I see it and the way I've been saying it is like when you buy a pair of pants. So like when you, okay, anyways, scratch that. It's like when you go to, um, to the mall or when you go to like Walmart and you you see a pair of pants that you like. And they look good. They feel good. You try them on and they're like, all right, yeah, I like these. These are cool. You know, and you buy them. 
you know, you put you put them on, and you 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 know, for the first couple of um, not tries, but like you keep wearing them, you keep wearing them, and you get them, you break into them, and they get comfortable and become your favorite pair of jeans. That's what I have to do with this album. I've listened to it, I liked it, it was good, but some of the songs did not stick on me. And it's not because I didn't like them. It's just I need to get more used to the album. So continue to listen to it. But I'm not going to listen to it every day. I'll listen to one time here. Another time next week. Um, maybe another time that same week. And just get bits and pieces throughout the month. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah, I didn't hear this. This is, a, this is the first time. This is good. All right. you know, And then fall in love with it. It's it's different for me with the other previous three because I enjoyed it. not every song but like a good chunk of all the whole albums every song like not every, like I said not every song but a good majority but just I, I fell in love with them they're fucking awesome um, I have too many to name that are my favorite but um, I am very excited that hopefully slow rush will be the same way for me and I'll have a good chunk of what my favorites are so um, if you haven't heard slow rush I highly suggest you go and check it out and listen to it you know for us uh, fans of Tame Impala it's something different but we still like it we still enjoy it it's still a fucking banger you know it's got a lot of good hits got a lot of beats and stuff like that so uh, I'm I'm really excited for that, and hopefully I get to go see them in July. I'm planning on seeing them again. I just saw them in um, in October, or October was it November? October. I'm sorry, because that's when ACL is. Yeah, I saw them in October with my friend Edwin, and um, I'm really I, I heard they were coming back, and I was like, oh, I gotta go see them again. And this time they're gonna be at the Toyota Center, so hopefully I get to go, and. Um, Check them out again at a bigger venue and more time, you know, a better light show. And since they have a new album, of course, they're going to sprinkle in some new songs. So um, what else? And then I'm actually going to uh, not fest in June. So um, when we heard that Slipknot was coming back, uh, I was like, okay, cool. You know, my girlfriend saw them last year. But everybody flipped the fuck out when they heard who was coming with them. A Day to Remember, Under Oath, and Code Orange. Now, my girlfriend, uh, she's really into uh, A Day to Remember. Well, she's not really into She's really into Under Oath. And she likes A Day to Remember. And she's seen... She's seen Under Oath and, Co- Under Oath and Slipknot last year. And I did too. Um, but, um, we didn't see a day to remember. I did when they played with Blink-182, but I didn't see them uh, the previous time they were here at the Renovation Center. So, yeah, I'm going to that, and, um, me, her, and two of her other friends are going, so I'm excited for that. That's going to be a fucking badass show. It's just going to be constant fucking headbanging and just screaming and just having fucking fun so I'm excited for that I'm trying to go to some more concerts I'm going to try and see if I can go to my chemical romance even though it's sold out 
I'm really um, hoping and praying that my uh, friend, um, I know it sounds bad, but I'm really hoping that he can't go to that show and he ends up giving me his tickets. Well, he asked me, he was like, would I buy them if there was a way that he couldn't go? I was like, fuck yeah, I'll buy them. So hopefully he doesn't go and I can, uh, I can go, I'll buy his tickets, you know? So, well, hopefully that, um, there's some more shows. I'm actually going to a show, um, this coming Tuesday at, uh, White Oak Music Hall. Um, the, the Midnight are going to be playing. Well, I've never heard of the Midnight, but I was checking out some of their, um, their music last night and they're pretty good. It's very like eighties, um, vibe, very synthy, a lot of guitar, you know, pretty much like, um, Flock of Seagulls and like all those 80s synth bands. So they're pretty good. I, I enjoyed some of their stuff. And then of course, uh, Night Drive, which I think they're from Austin. They're going to be there too. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. It's a free show. So I, um, they sent me an email. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go. Fuck it. Yeah, it's free. It's on a Tuesday, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay with me. Um, it's not that far from my house. So, uh, I'm good. I'm good for that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to go to more shows this year. It's just sometimes like they, the shows come up and it's like, okay, I'm going to buy them. I'm going to buy the tickets. And then like I, uh, procrastinate and I never end up buying tickets. So, but no, I'm going to try to go to see, um, Bayside and Hawthorne Heights again. Uh, I'm going to try to go see Coheed and Cambria. And like I said, I'm going to try to go see Tame Impala. Um, I'm going to try. I don't know if I might be able to, but um, April 1st at Stubbs in Austin. Um, Alkaline Trio and um, Bad Religion are going to be playing. And um, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, that sounds like a great show. It's in Austin. It, 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 you know, it sounds like it'll be a really good show. I, I don't know. I might try to do that. Um, I might try to hit up some shows during South by Southwest, which is next month, which is actually in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm thinking about going for spring break, so hopefully I get to go. I'm looking and trying to find a place to stay. Um, so, but if any of my um, Austin uh, listeners or San Marcos listeners are um, listening to this, your boy needs a place to stay. So hopefully, um, maybe y'all might let me stay at your place. Maybe my cousin might let me stay at his place. If you let me stay, I'll buy, uh, I'll buy you beer and pizza and, um, let you be on my podcast for that week. So, but anyways, um, yeah, I have a very, I'm very excited for next month to see what's going to go. Go on. Hopefully, I get to go to South by Southwest. Uh, South by Southwest. I haven't been to South by Southwest in a while. I think it's been like two years since the last time I went, or maybe three. I don't remember. It's been a while. So if you get to go back, check out some local bands, see some upcoming bands coming out, and stuff like that. Uh, go check out the Nightlife again. Go to the record store. Go see if I can find some good vinyl, because you know uh, Austin's the uh, live um, capital of the world live music capital so they're bound to have some great fucking records down over there some great bands so i don't know we'll see 
Um, uh, actually, since I am talking about episodes and stuff like that, uh, my friend Chris, who I had um, just a couple weeks ago, is going to be back on our show again. And he's going to be bringing his friend. Well, he's also a friend of mine. Um, or an acquaintance. His, uh, his name is Getza. And um, the way I know him is that uh, we used to play Madden online on PS4. And um, we were in a, a fantasy league. And um, that's how we played. So we played that and stuff like that. So, you know, we know each other and stuff like that. We, we, we met, and, you know, we talk and stuff like that. But it's been a while since I last um, talked to him. So, And he heard that Chris was on the show and I guess he listened. So he was really interested in that. And um, hope we're going to have him on um, next week's show. So my friend Chris and his friend Getza. And then the week after that, on March 6th, I'm really excited to have this guy here. It's a good friend. The guy is known throughout the local underground music scene. You might have seen him at some shows here and there. You might have seen him at Emo Night. And you might see him at Bell Furniture. Um, his name is Pablo Solis. Um, he's got a YouTube channel called PJs. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, check out his YouTube channel. PJs. P-J-S. Um, he's got like a little vlog going on. Um, if you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook... Look up his, um, he, um, what he does, he, um, how can I say this? He hooks up with bands and he books them. He books bands. So he's, he's like a booking agent pretty much for like local underground bands. And he, he puts shows together and stuff like that. Um, he is responsible for No Sleep Fest, which is a lot of, uh, local underground bands, um, performing together for like three days I think or two days or something like that um, and now he has another thing called Bloom and Doom um, with his friend and uh, they're booking shows and stuff like that and they're they're getting really excited for some upcoming uh, bands that are coming so yeah I'm going to be having him um, March 6th which is um, two weeks away um, really excited we've talked about being him being on the show previously um, but our schedules just weren't matching up and I know he works and I know he has his, you know, his, his, uh, his thing going on. So I'm glad we came to a term. We've got a date set, you know, and we're just going to talk and he's a really interesting guy. He's really cool, really chill. Uh, I met him for the first time when he was booking shows at the clinic off of Harrisburg. Um, a friend of mine, his band were there and I met him. He just seemed like a really cool guy, <laughs> but he was wearing a, a shirt, shorts and socks and sandals. And I was like, okay, I guess this is, this is, this is, this is him, you know? Um, but as I got to know him more and, and, and talk to him and see his, his stuff and he's a really good guy. He's really coming up. Um, been through a lot of stuff, but, um, came out on the other end stronger and better and um i'm really i'm really happy for him and i'm glad he, his youtube channel is um is um coming through you know um but yeah i'm really excited to have him on the show um 
what else? So since uh, I'll be in Austin, like I said, hopefully um, I'll get to hook up with my cousin. He lives in Austin. Well, he lives in San Marcos, but I'll get to hook up with him. Uh, we talked about it. And maybe I'm, I have him on my show. I don't know. Whatever I decide, but it, it would be pretty good to have him on my, uh, my show. I have another cousin of mine. Um, things that are going on locally. So... Uh, I know it's a couple months away, but um, the church that I go to, um, Interloop Bible Fellowship, we are planning our Easter uh, egg hunt, and um, we're going to be passing out flyers and stuff like that soon or later, but just to throw the word out, uh, it will be on April 6th or April 4th, if I'm not... uh, well, let me double check that. Yes, April 4th. It will be on a Saturday, April 4th. It will be our um, Easter egg hunt. It was very successful last year, so we decided to do it again. And um, we're going to be going on to neighborhoods in our community and um, passing out um, flyers and stuff like that. Hopefully, we get more people to come to um, this year's event. So... Um, just to let y'all know, I'm throwing it out there, our uh, Easter egg hunt, April 4th. So, uh, more info on that later. But, yes. Uh, what else? Uh, boxing match tomorrow um, for the people that are going to be um, out. If y'all want to go check out a boxing match, I think it's uh, Fury This is uh, versus Wilder, part two. <laughs> I didn't see the first one, but... Um, they said this is going to be a really good fight. So hopefully this is not like the McGregor fight where one punch, a couple punches, and the dude's out. I hope this goes, you know, goes all all around. So uh, I'm excited for that. I'm going to go check that out. Uh, what else is going on locally? It's almost close to springtime. So you know what that means. Spring weather. A little bit warmer weather, hopefully. It's been cold. It's been raining and cold and windy. And uh, while I do enjoy that weather, I enjoy it from inside of the house while the heater is on. And I am um, bundled up in my blankets and still asleep. (laughs) So, um, like I said, spring's coming. Hopefully, um, warmer temperatures, um, better days. It's more sunshine, more um, blue skies and stuff like that. Because I am ready for it to be spring. And I'm ready for baseball season, which starts next month on the 26th. Yes, on the 26th. So hopefully I get to go to opening day. I'm going to check that out. If not, um, maybe I might try to go that Saturday. But since all the bandwagon fans are are, um, jumping off the Astro Astro Wagon. Um, there might be some more tickets. So, you know, uh, this past couple of years, there's been a lot of people that have been buying up all this Astro merch and buying tickets and stuff like that. So maybe it might be different this year. So maybe the true fans will get to actually have a good time and not be um, left out of certain events. Like, like I said, I got to go to FanFest this year. And it wasn't as packed as it has been the past couple of years. And it wasn't sold out. So, I really had to wing this episode. Um, because, like I said, my uh, I was supposed to have a special guest. 
but um, things happened. He didn't show up. And I, I had planned for that episode. I had questions and stuff like that. But um, like I said, I had to wing it. I think I did pretty good. <laughs> but y'all might be the judge of it. So closing comment. I haven't done a closing comment in a while. But uh, I want to do it. Love, Like I was talking about earlier. About um, telling people I love you. Kind of already said what I, what I needed to say. But we really need to... Um, Start telling our friends and our loved ones that we love them um, because we don't know how much time we have left on this earth or they have on left on the earth. Um, you know, tell your parents, tell your grandparents, tell your aunts, tell your uncles, tell your brothers and sisters, cousins, um, best friends, you know, um, classmates. I mean, even, you know, co not co-workers they might punk you for that but you know people that you actually care about and you hang around and you know you genuinely care for and, and want the best for them tell them that you love them you know and that you you um you know you support whatever they do and you're looking out for the best for them and stuff like that but you know like i said most importantly tell them i love you we should need to we need to show love to one another and we need to tell people i love you man Hey, you know, I love you. I really care about you. I'm glad you're in my life. You're my friend. And like I said, I love you. Um, we need to start saying that more. I need to start saying that more because like I said, we don't know how much time we have left on here. And you never know what could happen. You, we could be hanging out with our friends, drive home and never make it. And then, you know, we have that regret for saying, I, I never told them that. I never told them I loved them. I never, you know. Um, I've definitely um, have that regret of not telling people that I love them. You know, um, I didn't tell my friend Santiago when, um, when he passed. I never did tell him. You know, he was a good friend of mine. And what happened to him was really tragic. But, um. I never got the chance to tell him that I loved him and I care about him. He knew I cared about him, and, you know, that was a good friend, but I never, like, told him, told him in his face, hey, man, I love you, you know. Anyways, like I said, I was getting off topic, but um, closing comment, start telling people more that I love you, you know, and just start showing more love, man. Who cares what, who they're voting for? Who cares their race? Who cares of their color, their skin? Who cares? we're all human beings we're all here on on earth we all got to get used to each other so you might as well um share the love you know i can understand there's some people that you fucking hate but let somebody else shove them love you don't have to so anyways next week like i said friend chris and friend gets they're going to be on the show week after that i have my friend pablo and his from his friend um, don't know what's coming in March. Like I said, I might be doing an episode in, in Austin. So we'll see how that goes. Um, hopefully I can have my friend again on the show. I know he didn't show up, you know, because he was busy. So, um, like I said, we'll see. We'll have another time. Try to get some more people in here. Um, I'm really excited to, um, I'm going to be upgrading 
soon. The um, hardware that I have now, it's it's working really well, and I enjoy that. You know, but um, hopefully, I'm able to buy um, this audio board that's made for like podcasting and stuff like that. Uh, I'm really excited because it it seems really cool and really awesome, and it's perfect for me because right now all I have is um, two places to put only two microphones and um, my plan for the future is to have more people on my show so and, and this board has six plugins for mics so that way I have more people on my show which is awesome you know I'm not gonna have six people but you know if I have another third person or a fourth person hey you know that's awesome so I'm really excited um, about upgrading and um, thinking of new ways to put my stuff out there um, changing up the Instagram if you're not following me on Instagram uh, it's at inside the north side podcast um, follow me on Facebook same thing inside the north side podcast I um, decided to stop paying for SoundCloud so because um I'm using Anchor now, and all my stuff is on Spotify and Stitcher and all that. So I um, I stopped using SoundCloud, but um, I'm still going to be I'm going to use SoundCloud for a different purpose. Um, my one of my ideas is kind of doing like a, a review or like a like a catch up on like that uh, the episode, just you know, a couple minutes talking about the episode, this and that, what's going on, and promoting, and then that's it. Because um, I have the free account and the, the free account's like three hours. Hopefully, I can I can use that. And I still have listeners that still listen to my show on SoundCloud. Um, I really want them to transfer over to Spotify and all that, because that would be a lot easier and a lot helpful for me. You know, I don't want to lose listeners and stuff like that because I have a lot of listeners listening through different places, different parts of the world. So. Which is pretty cool, even if it's just one listen or two listens, and you know, at least my stuff is getting out there. Um, so yeah, um, might be doing business cards. I'm thinking about something like that. You know, um, just having the logo and stuff like that. Talking Facebook, Instagram, you know, uh, where to find me on Anchor, stuff like that. So I can pass them out or put them in places. Um, I might come up with stickers too uh gonna see if i can work with my brother he does uh art he does art stuff like that and see if he can um come up with a logo i have an idea of what type of logo for the stickers um so i can you know just make them um, pass them on post in places um with that idea i don't know maybe i might change my logo too for the show i don't know I'm just spitballing here, just throwing out what I'm thinking. But uh, I really have big ideas for the show. I'm really um, excited for it. Like I said, to up be upgrading and to hopefully be um, accepted into Comic Post. It's a podcast program. I can be working with um, all these people who have different podcasts around the city. And hopefully I can learn more stuff about podcasting, learn from them build friendships and just make my show even better um so um 
I keep saying I'm a lot. Like I said, I was just spitballing and just throwing this out there. Anyways, um, I really appreciate everybody that listens. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to me that I know that I have support out there. But um, like I said, like I always say, um, this has been Inside the North Side. I hope you all have a great weekend. Um, I'll see you all next week. And um, stay safe. Stay warm. God bless and peace.